everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I am going to be your dungeon master, your guide, and the dude who does the word stuffs this week as we pick up on another exciting episode of Tales from the Blood Moon. Uh, I am joined by Santino and Devin once again as we pick back up in Tales of the Blood Moon. Why don't you guys tell me a little bit about your characters, and let then let's talk a little bit about what we got into last week, and jump right in. It's your boy, Devin. I'm playing Rhubarb, the kitty cat. Um, he is a Kate Sith, so he's like a bipedal cat, and um, we are on a mission. We're adventuring, and we were traipsing through the woods last week, and... Um, we had to make a run for it away from some unexpected company. And then we spent the night, uh, in a clearing that we found and I am on lookout to make sure that no one followed us. And I'm Santino. I am playing Emmy, who is a long nosed Tengu. Um, for me last week, it was last episode it was all it was all about the tournament we were so excited to do this thing we were gonna fucking catch this or i was gonna watch someone else catch this dope fish and then unfortunately some people who have a blood problem got right in the way i mean it's so we had to take them away and so we spent the rest of the episode just running from their problems making sure i didn't get to be part of this tournament Set the we set the scene with you guys jumping back in. You are starting your watch, and your companions are starting to rest. So, I'm going to need a couple things from you guys. I'm going to need sense checks for you to scout out the area, and I'm going to need vitality checks from you guys as well. Alright. Switch my dice out. I have the sense, but pass the vitality. Cool. Uh, I actually passed both and I blackjacked vitality. Tight. So you guys keep watch through it for a good portion through the night. Rhubarb, you go back down the pathway that you came a little bit, hiding out, moving about around the perimeter. Uh you do not see any of those bandits. Uh you think you hear shouting at one point. It's too far away and too muffled even for your excellent hearing to completely hear. You think that they may have lost your scent and uh given up, but you do not find anything during your watch. Emmy, you are looking about and you see some like uncomfortable and weary faces. Some people stay up at the fire a little bit longer than others. Uh but eventually it seems as though most people go to sleep. Uh you manage to stay stalwart and awake even though you had had a long day of traveling before this happened but you managed to push your push yourself and stay awake uh through your watch. Do you guys stop to rest at any point? Uh 
I think at some if if it was an opportunity, I think we would. Okay. I, I can only speak for me. Unless unless you would want to keep pushing on, uh, I would at some point probably need to, <laughs> having basically not slept all day. Yeah. If we find a you know safe spot, I mean, pass. this spot as as far as you guys are concerned is safe. Everything that you found points to this spot being safe at the moment. Uh, it seems as though potentially what happened there with the previous encampment may have been older. It might have been left there for a while, but you don't see any beasts or hear any beasts. You don't have any bandits that come and approach you. Nothing like that. Um, so everyone else has got their sleep? Everyone else is going to sleep at the moment. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to keep watch through the night. So. Cool. Do you stay around the perimeter, or do you eventually go back into the circle to watch? No, I stay perimeter because if I see something, we need time to. I hear you. Time to alert them. Cool, cool, cool. So tight. And is, is, is our camp built around the tree that I'm inside of? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then I'm going to do the exact opposite. I'll stay in the tree the whole time if he's got perimeter. Okay. Uh, but you do take a moment to rest in the tree while this is happening. Um, I, I kind of misunderstood the question and I thought you meant like after everyone yeah, that's has woken up. That's why I was like asking. Yeah. yeah if, if I, I'm not going to rest during everyone else's rest. I, I thought you okay. meant like tomorrow or whatever. Totally fine. Absolutely. I'm cool with it. Uh, I was just kind of checking for this next part. So like I said, the fire kind of dies down. It's at a low roar. Velas takes this moment as he is old, uh, so he does rest with the rest of your compa- uh, new companions, uh, but you two keep watch. Can you both make me two sense checks, please, for your watch? Jeez, my sense uh, is so bad. I need to up it. Oh my god, I got two blackjacks on that. That's oh, fuck. fucking beautiful. That is two fours, my man. Two fours? Okay. That's exactly I kind of what I needed. got one normal pass and one fail. One normal pass and one normal fail. Okay. Yep. Rhubarb, you're kind of moving around the perimeter continually. Uh, you're able to kind of uh, start to get the bearings uh, of this land uh, area you're in, I should say, and you continually keep the border kind of going. You notice that the companions that you are accompanying and protecting uh, all seem to have fallen asleep and the fire is kind of dying down. Now with the blackjacks. <laughs> Hello. With the blackjacks. I can't believe I got two. So I cool. can't believe you got two blackjacks either, because this is going to make things interesting. Um, in the middle of the night, everyone has been asleep for quite some time. You haven't moved from your perch in quite a while, and you notice someone moving. The campfire at this point has kind of gone out. Only coals remain, because it's very late into the night at this point. You notice the snake man go up to Velus when he's sleeping. Okay. Um, he seems to grab his hand, which is covered in bandages. Can I get a sense of his, like, intent? Can I, can I see? Is, is it like a malicious or a robbing thing? Or a healing magic thing, even? You aren't a hundred percent sure if it is good or ill-intentioned. You d- with the blackjacks, you kind of rule out that he's being robbed because he doesn't go over to his pack. And again, he's touching his hand. Okay. Then, uh, then my next question is, he, I'm assuming he, because like I didn't 
Like, I didn't sneak, per se. Does he know I'm up here? Does he know that I can see him? Let's find out. This guy decided to be the dumbest person in the world. Um, <laughs> it doesn't seem as though he remembered that you were up there. If he remembers you're up there, he may be hoping you fell asleep. Alright. Um, if that's the case, I'm gonna kind of play that to my advantage, and, um, I, I'm assuming that I have the crossbow, uh, not knocked at this point, so, um, I'm going to start to knock it just in case. Okay, sure. Uh, can, is, since you're trying to play this up and you're trying to not make any noise, can you make an agility check to knock your crossbow silently? Sure. Uh, what's my agility? That is a six. Oh my god, but I rolled a nine. Damn. Well, let's see if he notices. He doesn't move. Like, you knock the crossbow and the fucking string creaks as you pull it back. And you kind of sit there waiting. He doesn't move. He doesn't look up. He seems to potentially be drawing something on his hand. I'm going to let him do what he's got to do. Here's here's what I will say. is um, At this point, I haven't actually taken any runic abilities, but I imagine that that is part of the study that he's had in his life at this point. And if it if it looks like a magical thing, that's that's all I'm like looking for specifically. If it looks like he's hurting him or doing some sort of magic to him. Uh it absolutely one hundred percent looks like he's doing some sort of magic fuckery to him. It almost looks like it would be potentially runic or potentially like he's drawing a spell or something on his hand with some external material. Okay. Uh, Velis uh, has not woken up during this time. If that's the case, um, I'm going to... Alright, I want to take a shot, but I want to know what's around them. I'm trying to wake up Velis more than I am trying to hit this guy doing this thing. Okay, sure. Um, so, where Velis fell asleep, he's like underneath the tree that you're on, so you're kind of like peering down on top of them as this is happening. Everyone else kind of is near the fire in a circle, but not close to Velis and uh, this Naga man who did not really introduce himself to you. So, it is just them. They are close to the fire. So, if you were to try and, like, scare him and wake Velis up, you could try and shoot at him and hope that he just kind of, like, throws Velis's hand back, dodging out of the way. Uh, you could potentially try and hit coal and try and, like, spark an ember onto the ground, because they're close to the the fire pit. Uh, you could even try and hit some metal around there with a crossbow bolt and make, like, an alarm sound. There are options. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make a sound. I'm just trying to wake up Velis. Okay. So. Cool. Anything metal, like a pot or a pan or armor or whatever it may be. There, uh, there is still the, the setup that they seem to make. As they were making camp, they put a pot on over the fire so everybody could get some food and something in them, uh, in their bellies, rather. So right. there's a big pot in the fire. Uh, if you want to try and hit it, it's going to be a, it's technically a called shot for an inanimate object. So you okay. have to just beat its armor, but you get a negative so you get a negative five to the roll. Okay. So if you want to roll your agility rank die, minus five. Okay. That is a minus five, so that's a ten. Okay. Uh, can you roll me one die? So you tied what uh, what I had set, so I just need you to roll one die. 
and tell me what you got. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> um, cool. Can you make me a luck check as you yes. shoot this arrow? I rolled a one out of two. Nice. Heck yeah. I even switched dice between those two ones. So. <laughs> cool. So, um, it doesn't hit the pot that you're going for. However, uh, it does startle the Naga enough to get him to move. And he starts kind of, he gets up and he starts shuffling uh, away from the tree. As he starts doing that, I'm going to call down to Nellis. Or, sorry, Nellis. Nellis. Uh, I'm going to call down to him and I'm going to be like, Hey, old pal, why don't you wake up? Tell me what's on your wrist. Uh, it takes him uh, a while. Like, as you're trying to call down to him, waking him up, you notice that the Naga is trying to flee camp. Um, he doesn't wake up at first shout, by the way. All right. Uh, then I'm going to shout out to Drew Barb, and I'm going to, I'm just going to yell, uh, the Naga's trying to flee. He was just messing with my friend. And with your one, Devin, going back to your, your check from earlier, um, you hear the sound of shuffling through the woods, and you also hear Emmy at this point. And the shuffling is the Naga. Presumably. Yeah. Yeah, presumably, yeah. Uh, I'm going to move towards the shuffling, then. Okay, cool. Roll me opposed agility, please. 28. 28, okay. Dude, you fucking catch up to this snake super fast. Like, you see him trying to flee, and he's looking worried. Um, as you kind of get into his range, uh, you see that he moves his hand, and it glows with a faint uh, blue light, and one of the smaller trees in between your pathway begins to fall as he seems to knock it over. Uh, I'm gonna knock an arrow and tell him to stop. He does not. Do you shoot? He's just knocking over a tree, it seems like. It seems like he's... Uh, well, make If you want to try and infer further what he's doing, sure. you could always yeah, make yeah, an yeah. intelligence check. Okay, I will. Fail. Okay, Fail. That was helpful. I am going to shoot at his feet. Or, like, okay. by his head. Like, I'm not going to try and hit him yet. Okay, I'm going sure. to show him that shit's getting real. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, roll it. 21. 21. So, you aim for... You kind of, like, send the arrow flying over top of his head. And it lands in front of him, and he kind of pauses there and reels back for a moment, hands in the air. Uh, The tree kind of falls down and crashes. A little bit of, like, dust comes up through the night sky. It's highlighted through the beams of moonlight coming into the woods. Um, But it seems for a moment that he is slowed and stopped. Okay. So he's he's no longer run, running. He sees just... that you he sees that you mean business and he turns back and he takes something out of his pouch. Can I try to see what it is? Sure. It's a black circle. Like a black orb in his hand. Intelligence? Sure. Blackjack three or three. Perfect. Uh you absolutely know what this is. Uh definitely seems to be a smoke bomb. With a blackjack, uh, it almost seems like it might be Hunter Make. I'm gonna yell out, I'll give you one chance to explain yourself. That bow. You're one of us. And you should know what I'm doing here. Okay, I'm shooting him. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck yeah! There it is! (laughs) Yeah! I'm going to spend one mag to do split shot. Okay, so you want to hit him twice with one arrow with split shot? 
If he fails, he takes wounds equal to my mag rank, and if he succeeds, he still takes one wound. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally fine. 36. Uh, you shoot him once in the back, uh, and you shoot him once in the shoulder as your shot splits as he tries to dodge out of the way. Um, he looks at you, and he kind of hisses back at you, and he goes, I thought it was you. Oh, I'm not talking. I'm going to shoot him again. If, if he wants to... <laughs> He's, yeah, he like fucking sits talking. here and he tries to monologue yeah. at you for like a brief second. He goes, no. we're looking for you too, Rhubarb. Well, you found me, buddy. Rhubarb is your real name, right? Like, not your yeah. alias? Okay, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. I'm going to do focus shot this time. Okay. I'm just going to pull up focus shot again. It's a negative five penalty to hit, but if I keep using it, it's plus one. Plus one, time. yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I thought. 29. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. 24. That is gonna be a miss. Oof. Alright. You focus down and fire as he fucking looks at you. His red eyes meet you, uh, and he dodges out of the way of your arrow, moving his head to the right, and then he drops down the that smoke bomb at this moment. So I need you to roll opposed sense. 20. Not bad for only two die. <laughs> Not bad for only two die, but he does beat that roll. You lose track of him as he cloaks himself in in the smoke. The smoke has this, like, acrid smell that fills your nose. It's almost like a really harsh incense that it's made out of. So you can't smell him anymore, either. You fully try. lose track of him, and he flees. I can't even try and hear him. You can try- I mean, you can roll a sense check to try and hear him, sure. Just a check, not a post. Uh, let's do a post. You're in combat. Come on, ears, don't fail me now. 28. 28, okay. You briefly think that you hear a twig snap, but the twig snapping kind of fills your ears around you, and they don't fully, they don't fully help you. You know what I mean? It sounds like the twig snapping comes from multiple directions as it echoes off of the woods and the trees. Well, I gotta at least try. So I gotta run through the smoke and try and see if I can figure out which way you went. You kind of split the difference between the two directions that you think it may have come from, so you kind of run at a 45 degree angle. He is also bleeding. You are correct. Um, Absolutely. So you run through the smoke. uh, It dissipates, forming a circle around you. Please make me just a sense check. Just missed. Four out of three. You see the broken twig is in the center of the circle. His presence is has has faded. Alright, is there anything I can try and do to track him, or is he just like I like permanently gone now? Um, so I'm not going to tell you exactly what he did, but like Sure, yeah, you yeah, know. I, I just want to know if there's <laughs> uh, like You can definitely tr- you can definitely look around the surrounding area and see if you find any extra clues. Uh okay. make me a luck check instead of a sense check this time. Let's see what you find. Okay. I'm going to poke the ground with my arrow while I do it, in case he fucking tried to hide under the dirt or some shit. Hey, smart good. smart call. Oh, you never know. one out of three. You stab the arrow into the <laughs> ground, and as you look down and start to look around the clearing, you see a couple of droplets of blood. They seem to go in different directions. So wow. you see... It, make me an intelligence check. One out of three. So, you know that hunters it, from the order that you were in are 
masters of deception and disguise. You think that he may have thrown some of his blood to throw off what direction he went in. Alright, let's get forensics. Which which one looks like a drop and which one looks like a splatter? A splatter, yeah. Yeah. Fucking going Dexter Morgan on this. I love yeah. it. Cool. Um make me another uh No, well we can we can go back on this one out of three intelligence check. Just okay. you guys are rolling a lot of die and I don't necessarily think you need to. You're looking around, it seems as though he probably went to the left. If you were to look at the difference between drops and splatters, the ones that are around the rightmost area of the circle seem to be splattered. Okay. I'm going to go to the left. Okay. You go to the left, and you follow the pathway for some time, trying to pick back up on his scent or his presence to no avail. Okay. But eventually, you come to a clearing and to the edge of the woods. You think that he probably left the woods. I'll check for more clues, I guess. Yeah, sure. Make a sense. That's a fail. That's a fail. Okay. Yep. You think that you see something moving on the opposite end of the road and opposite end of the clearing, but that's about it. You can't exactly tell if it's a human, well, if it's something it more. I okay. can't. I can't have not. to. I can't let him get away if, without trying like literally everything. So. Yeah, for sure. No, I hear you. Yeah. You run across the open road, and you look to your left, and you see a, uh, you see caravans that are coming down the road. So you run and you make it to the other side, and you hide in the trees pretty quickly before they spot you. And then you see two caravans of hunters get out. Uh oh. And you see him exit out of the same side of the woods that you're now in. Seems as though he ran all the way across to wait for his buddies to catch up. And now they're here. Seven hunters with this guy making it seven. Okay, well, cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I just... Did they see me or... No, no they didn't? Okay, no. I have to keep hiding them. Yeah, so you just, you sit there and you hide, and they take a moment, this Naga gets in the caravan in the back, and they continue on the road, and they eventually leave. As this is happening, you see that it is getting light out at this point, as you start heading back. The sun is starting to rise. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to head back to to the clearing. Cool. I'm going to cut back to Emmy uh, for yeah. a second while all this is happening, because sure, sure. this took some time. So, you kind of hop down as this is happening, uh, and quickly you hear the sound of combat coming off in the woods and in the distance. You wake Velus up as you kind of hop down, and a couple of the other people start to stir. Um, but Velus wakes up. Alright, then, um, as Vel, um, Whoever, oh, now you said that some people are stirring. Are any of them, like, waking up and alert, or are they just, like, rolling over, you know? Some are rolling over. Some s- seem to be familiar with the sounds of combat and strife, so they don't get woken up by it. But some of the more sensitive people are the ones who are stirred by the sound of arrows being loosed in their camp. Uh, whoever, yeah, whoever actually is more uh, scared of that, I'm an, I want to tell them, like, Hey, keep an eye out for that. I got to look over my friend. Let let me know if it starts getting closer, okay? Uh, yeah, you got it. Absolutely. Thank you. Velas, hey, hey, 
Listen, uh, I don't know what he did to your hand. Uh, you, you got to take a look at it, or I can try to take a look at it, but... I am I am sorry, my friend. I am so groggy and so tired. Uh, and he kind of, like, puts his hand on your shoulder as you're kneeling in front of him, and he pushes himself to sit up against the tree. And you both observe his hand. Yeah. So, I'm going to have you make an intelligence check here, because there's going to be some shit. Sure, sure. That is a four out of three. Bummer. So you look at his hand, and there seems to be some sort of drawing out of, you assume, based on the texture and the feel of it, blood that has now burned itself on his palm. Uh, you see black kind of veins, almost, or strands emitting out from surrounding this, and they are going up his arm. You continue to unwrap his arm and take a look and see what's happening, and you see a very, like, miscolored rotting burn on Velis' arm. And he looks down in shame, and he goes, I am, I am sorry that I kept this from you. I got this in the capital when I tried to heal that leper. It seems as though he knew about this wound and seemed to do something to it. But I don't know what this symbol means. Has this been spreading? Are you just walking around touching people with your bandaged hands for this? I mean, I... I have been trying. I, I have been thinking that I will be back in Our Lady's good graces if I continue to heal through the strife and the pain. Taking on their pain as my own. Listen, I, I believe that this is a good idea, but what are you going to do now? now you're, and uh, kind of like, kind of frustratedly, I would like to... Do, 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 do. I don't know if there's a... Yeah, okay. I don't know if I can use detect magic to... to, to I, I, guess, I guess detect magic, yeah. It, I, yeah, I no, see this, if, this if seems magical. Room. Yeah, okay. you can absolutely try. Okay, I, what I'm trying to do is deduce, like, what... Like, I don't know if schools of magic is a thing. I got a three out of... Okay, yeah, three, three of four. Three, of four. three out of four, cool. Yeah. So, with a three out of four magic check, it definitely seems as though this is potentially spreading that disease faster through his body. So as you are, like, observing this and unwrapping the wound kind of a little bit pissed at Velis for keep- from keeping this from you, he coughs up, like, a little bit of blood, which you have not seen him do before. Uh, as you guys are looking at this, it goes all the way up his arm and is now spreading towards his chest. So it's it's already beyond the shoulder at this point. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It, it is it is spreading, my friend. I don't. I don't know what we can do to heal this. I'm assuming I would know if his abilities. He doesn't have any sort of like. I don't have. I all I really have are healing bursts and variable healing, which. Not to speak purely mechanically, but I'm assuming that those things don't touch diseases. I'm assuming they just touch... Uh, they do like, not. Okay. He also does not have healing of diseases. He's He is a paladin-style healer, so he only has channel positive energy as far okay. as his healing goes. So that's worse than both of yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay, neato. I'm going to call out to everyone in the group, all, all the people here, and I'm going to be like... Alright, stay here. And, um, I as Santino, obviously, I don't know, but uh, I want to call out and be like, 
Uh, does anybody here know of the disease? That was it just leprosy flat out? Is that what they have? So typically, uh, typically, what people just call any disease now is they just call it thrall. Um, okay. It's kind of all lumped together under being the malady of this world. Okay. And I'm assuming. Okay, so there's like no cure for this. I'm assuming. Not that you know of. All right. All right. Listen, long shot. Does anybody here have any experience dealing with thrall? Anyone? Um, I'm waking. I'm waking up. Anyone? Oh, yeah. The red priest in your party. Uh, he's been pretty quiet. He's been pretty observant. Um, he he has seemed a bit wary to interact with you guys. Seeing the bits of yellow kind of shining through the red paint of your tunics, kind of putting two and two together. He kind of walks over. What exactly seems to be the the problem? It seems as though he he had this disease hidden from me, and you know I'm, I'm bringing him to it. And that Naga fellow, that he's no longer with us, I suppose. It, it seems he, he did something to just make it spread faster. It, and I, I'm actually asking Bellis this question. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't past your shoulder before, right? This is new. It was not. It was about to my bicep. Is there anything we can do? It's. I feel like if it spreads to the heart, it's, you know, kaputs. I, I can potentially try and see if I can revert this or see if I can cleanse it off of Please. you. My only other... Uh, it's, a bad, it's a bad suggestion, but it's one that we may have to take. If we try and amputate the arm, maybe we can stop the spread of it, but... Please, uh, it's, it's not my arm, but... Hey, how, how are you feeling about that, fellas? It's your arm. Oh, no! <laughs> not my favorite arm! Listen, it's a favorite arm or not. It's, uh, it's either going to go or... Yes, no, let us let us try the uh, magics first and the healings first, and um, I suppose we can, we can go from there. He seems super fucking hysterical and nervous about the idea of losing his entire arm. But... He has been hiding this. He reaps what he sows. Yeah. You see this man, this this half a Surin man. Uh, he takes all his. He takes his magical arms. He takes his physical arms. He holds up Velus's arm in his hands. You see them glowing with magic, and he runs them up and down the arm. You see that he's trying to suck out any disease or impurities, seemingly through the wounds on his arm, like all of these tiny black marks. They almost look like octopus mouths with, like, black pus now coming out of them, and he is unable to suck any of it out. It does not seem to to work. We... This is spreading super fast, and I'm unable to stop it. I... The only person I know who could heal a, a wound this grievous would be Samadir himself but I I don't know if we can make it there in time Samadir's on the island? He, yes uh, you know for a fact without a doubt you've heard the name before uh, Samadir Orinth is the leader of the Heartland he's the leader of the Church of the Heartland and the Church of Syros his daughter his firstborn daughter is Arianth the leader of Ostwin alright all right, tell you what, uh, Red Priest, I, I didn't catch your name, I'm sorry. Um, they call me Ifidi. If, Ifidi, listen, I... And, like, I'm, I'm like, talking over Velas, like, 
even if Velas has an opinion, I'm ignoring it. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm like, look, if, if my friend, I wouldn't be able to be the one who did it. And if he's not going to make it to the island, I'm going to need a second opinion. Someone who maybe isn't friends or, or knows him as well as I do. Of course. You catch my meaning. All right. Uh, that said, um, I don't know. Give me an honest opinion now. I know you said you don't think he can make it, but chances, are they slim? I'd say they're about 60-40. 60 he doesn't make it, 40 he does. Ah, oh, all right. And well. looking at this wound a bit closer, I don't think that amputating his arm would do much of anything at this point, as the disease has already spread to the body. I think the best that we can do is put some of our healing supplies on it, rewrap it, change the bandage, and maybe put him to sleep and ride it out. Is Velus a uh, a human? Velus isn't a Sura. Isn't a he has, Sura. like, a, a light caramel skin covered in wrinkles. He's super old at this point. Uh, he has horns coming out the top of his head and long, slicked-back, silvery gray hair. Uh, thinking about human blood, so... Uh, tell me if this would even make sense. Is it possible to thicken the blood to slow it down? I don't know if any of the med packs or anything that we have could even do such a thing. But uh, You guys would have to harvest some of, uh, well, as far as humans go, uh, the red priest you're talking to is definitely a human or at least half a human. So yep. you could definitely try and use his if you want to. This would be kind of a back alley doctor transfusion type thing. If all goes well, you think it could potentially I, work. Sorry, sorry. What I, uh, I, I didn't mean, sorry. I didn't mean to like swap his blood out. I meant like, um, uh, what are they called? Coagulants, I think, where you. Oh, okay. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. like, I want to almost force clotting in the arm at the risk of. Put a tourniquet on it. Yeah, like basically a tourniquet, but I want to do more than that because I, I also want to. I want to, like, stop it inside the arm, preventing it going in and out, if I can. Okay, sure. You guys have enough supplies uh, between the two of you with the, the berries that you have that you think that you can stop, uh, do that. So, in your inventory, I put down purse berries. They're these yep. small, puckered black berries. You can turn that into a juice and mix it with one of the roots. That might be able to help, and if you rewrap the bandage, you think you might be able to do that. All right. I want to do Am that. Am I back yet? Uh, I'll say that it, okay. you're kind of walking back as this is kind of happening. I'm not sure. walking. Oh, you're running. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, we don't you... have time for walking. <laughs> uh, yeah, you run back in and you're back in the camp and you see that he is seemingly operating on his friend or doing something. What the fuck? Now tell me about it. I'm going to have both you and Afidi make me vitality checks to prepare the medicine. Or intelligence checks. I will let you choose what you want. They are the same for me. Okay, perfect. So I'll go with vitality. <laughs> that is a ooh, high twelve out of three. Ah, that sucks. <laughs> uh, you guy. Luckily, he got a blackjack, so I'm going to say that counteracts your failure. Um, <laughs> so you guys are able to make this like thick juice drink for him um you quickly try and create an actual tourniquet one like around his shoulder and around his chest and then you rewrap the arm separately from what you're calling your tourniquet um 
And then you guys lean his head back, you make him drink the juice, which he is able to stomach. So I'm back, though. So I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. What is this? Uh, we need to slow his blood down. I, I'm finally now. I'm rushing, I guess. I don't know. But... <laughs> We, we gotta leave. We gotta get out of here. There's a caravan full of hunters on the way. Okay, well, unless... Chop, chop. Unless you want Thrall just kind of going around this camp and getting everybody infected, I, su- I suggest that we slow it down right here at the source. Make it quick. I mean, it's as quick as it can be. Do what and- you gotta do, but we gotta keep get a move on immediately. Oh. All right, well... Unless you want to deal with seven hunters... Also, who let that fucking snake in here? He was a hunter. God damn it. I mean, uh, your friend. <laughs> the one back fucking at the bar. Jonas, dude. What a fucking idiot. He was already part of the group, says Efidi. God. Just let anyone join your group, I guess. All right, let's go. Give him the berries. Let's everyone pack up. Thank you, doctor, for your p- p- permission to give him this. And, like, he completely, like, makes fun of the fact that you brought, like, like, Emmy's just assuming you have no idea what the fuck you're saying when you say shit like that, so he's just completely just... Well, I see that you're giving him berries, so... <laughs> <laughs> but you guys are able to make quick work of it, and now you just gotta kind of keep hoping and praying. Alright, um, with that, is he gonna be able to walk, or is, are we gonna need to, like... No, he can, he can walk, he's just, he's tired, and it definitely seems as though he's gonna be moving a bit slower. If you decide from there that you wanna try and carry him, or hurry him along, you can, but... I'm gonna take his pack, I'll let him, whatever armor he has, if he even has armor. All just robes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll keep whatever immediate protections, but I'm gonna take his pack. Uh, Perfect. To just, yeah. to just lighten his load. That's, a, that's about all I'm going to do. Yeah, absolutely. As you guys are kind of getting up, getting ready, and, and, you know, getting out, you see that the orc in your group, who has finally stirred after you woke everybody up, she is going to go with you, Devin, towards the front. Uh, but she pulls out a, a big, uh, uh, two big axes. Don't worry. I'll cover our rear. Just make sure you get your friend there okay. Sounds good. Let's get the fuck out of here. Don't have to tell me twice. And you guys head the fuck out of here. As this is happening, daylight is breaking. So, like, the sun is now risen as you guys are running through the forest. It seems as though you get out of the forest. Uh, actually, Devin, which direction do you head? Do you head back uh, through the woods again, or do you tr- go back to the main road and take the main road? Because you found the main road again when you were I'm gonna co- running last night. On through the forest. Okay, heard. Sure. Because we, I know for a fact, there's hunters <laughs> on the main road. So, yeah. No, no, no. Totally fine. I just, I yeah. didn't want to immediately assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted no, to give I'm you the keep option. Going through the forest for sure. Cool. So you guys make it through the woods. It is. Probably, it, it seems like it's afternoon. The woods pathway seems to twist and turn and lead you around in various directions. It is about early-ish afternoon as you guys see the gates to the port town known as Joxenburg. Make me sense checks, please, as you and your group come to the outskirts of the woods. Alright. Fail. That, that was for both of us, I'm assuming. Or yes, just it him. was. Oh, okay. 
thought it was just our lead van. Uh, that is also a fail. Uh, the gate to town is open. Seems to be clear. All right. Uh, listen, I need to get this guy into a bed. I know that we have to guard everybody, but it's weirdly he seems to be the one in the most danger. You're looking at the gates of the port town of Jacksonburg. Big old plateau, you see a bunch of steam rising out of town. The gates to town are open, and you see a couple of guards standing out front of it. There are a plethora of horses and caravans that seem to all be parked here, uh, out front. And you are essentially on the outskirts of the woods on a small descending hill, and then it's straight flatland for about a mile until you get to the gates of town. And the guy who can heal Valis is on the boat we're supposed to go to? Did I catch that or no? So, you, you, like, heard a bit of that conversation as you went up to, uh, went up and tried to observe what was happening. It seems as though your, your destination is currently the heartland. You're trying to get these people there. The only person who could probably heal this guy is there. So you need to get him on the boat and get there. Okay. Well, alright, Amy. Let's get him on the boat, then. All right. Hopefully there's somewhere you can rest. Like, we have to go through town to get to the boat, right? There's no... Correct. Like, okay. All right. Let's uh, let's do it. I assume that we're not trying to sneak or anything? Or? No. We, there's no real reason to. Is Velas, um, like, he, like, under his own power, or is yes. he... What's, okay. So we're not... We don't have to carry him or anything. You don't have like to that. carry him okay. or anything like Everybody that. Everybody act normal. Let's go to the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Act like you aren't dying. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So you do uh, just that. Everybody does their best acting normal impression <laughs> and walks into the gates of town. As you head up, the guards look at you and they say, Ah, oh, good day. Out for a bit of uh, a nice sea breeze on the port today, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, good day to you too, sirs. Yep, just coming from Innsbury. You know, we got a... Uh, a boat to catch, so going to take a little cruise. Ah, yes, of course, of course, absolutely. You find folks enjoy your enjoy your cruise, Lunas Morganus, and he bows and makes a circle with his hands as he says it. Uh, is that related to the moon god? It is. Ah, cool. Uh, it means may the moon guide you, or may the moon bless you. It's kind of like Innsbury's version of good luck. I like it. Uh, I'd give him one of those back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And he kind of like looks over everybody. He lets you on into town. And listen, if if Velas dies, we can split. We can split his share of the pickles fifty fifty. Okay. Well, you guys didn't get a share of the pickles to begin with, so. <laughs> well, not of the pickles that you have, but the pickles that he had. We never oh, okay. listen. We never asked him how many pickles he had. For all we know, he took the rest. This guy's a fucking emperor of pickles. Yeah. There you are. There is the gate to town, or, well, the, the town map. So basically, you walk in, and the top portion of the map is where you walk in from, and it's like this huge plateau, and then you look out, and you can just see ocean uh, as you look down the back end of town when you all walk in. It seems as though it kind of, the street down to the to the docks, is like this long, steep, zigzaggy street. Well, we gotta go there, so. Alright, um, are there, is, are shops open at this time of day? Yep, absolutely. Alright, um, 
then I, I don't know if I don't know how you roll with this, but uh, I, I just want to re up the supplies that I used to just make his slow down his blood on the way down. Uh sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can go ahead and make me a luck check as you guys are running down to the docks. Oh, that's a one, baby. Nice. One of two. Apothecary. So I'm going to kind of jump back for a second here because you guys start heading on down towards the docks. Um, can you guys actually just make me sense checks as you're heading about? Oh, two out of three. Five of four. Fail. Tight. So... <sighs> Devin, uh, Rhubarb is kind of very cautious at this moment yeah. as you're walking through town. You're looking about, you're kind of, you're not moving sneakily and sketchily, but you're definitely on edge. With a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you look to your right as you guys are crossing the, or walking through the main drag of the berg, and you definitely notice that those caravans are in town. You don't see any of the hunters, but you see a hunter's outpost and you see their caravans outside of it. Do with that information what you will. That being said, it is directly opposite of where you guys are going. So you guys start heading down, and you see a small shop that sells flowers, berries, different medicinal herbs, stuff like that. So you're pretty easily able to uh, walk up to the shop and replace. You used your elder flower and your purse berries to yep. make this. And gauze. So... Yep. To re-up on those supplies, it's going to cost you 50 crescents. So, 50 cress. basically that leaves you with, uh, that splits one of your litra in half. Gotcha. So you have 50 crescents left over, and that subtracts a whole litra from it. If that makes sense. Yeah, so I have four liter litra and 50 crescent. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay, cool. Easy. Easy, easy peasy. Yeah. I try to keep the exchange rate as easy as possible, not only for you guys, but for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you did, because that was simple as hell. And with that, you guys make your way down to the docks. There's an attendant there. It's a bunch of, like, rows. You see tons of people are getting onto boats. Can you guys make me sense checks as you get down to the packed boardwalk and docks? Ah, failure. Twelve. Fail. 11. Cool. Uh, you guys are just trying to blend in as much as you can and be a, a part of the crowd as much as possible. You guys can't really get a good sense of people around you because there's just so many people. Uh, that being said, you walk up, you guys flash your tickets, and the attendant looks at you and goes, Oh, gentlemen, uh, I do apologize. Uh, your boat doesn't seem to be leaving until this evening. Yes. If at all possible, would you be willing to come back then? The crew is going to be spending most of the day preparing the ship, so unfortunately I I can't let you get in their in their way while they're prepping the ship. Uh, yeah, is it possible? You don't have, like, a, a, a quarters where we can maybe sleep where, um, one, one of our people, he's, he got hurt on the way, oh, sorry, I'm not even doing the voice. <laughs> One of our people, he got he got hurt on the way, and he, he just needs a place to rest. Now, I, I suppose we could find a tavern, but I want to move him as little as possible. I, I'm also his doctor, in a way. Uh, I, I do understand. Injuries happen. There's many potential grave issues from there, but I can give you a voucher for a room uptown 
where there's an inn if you would like, but that is the best I'm able to do. Okay, I'm going to pull out the mo- some money. Okay, how how much of the five litra you have, how much do you pull out? Two. I'm going to say, we really would like a room on the ship, please. Well, uh, uh, you will you, you will have rooms on the ship. I do assure you this. You don't have to pay me extra for it. We um, need VIP hold on. rooms. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, mm, you're putting me in a tough bind here, and we're very busy. Let me... Uh, Fuck. No, it's okay. Give me a moment. I, I'll check with the captain. I'll see if we can make an exception. It seems as though a very important person from the Heartland has taken great interest in this ship in this voyage which is why it was changed to begin with let me let me see what i can do please just be patient and wait here of course she steps back and she leaves after she goes i'm like uh rhubarb maybe maybe you should tell me about these hunters i don't i mean i've seen them about in my travels but i, I never really you know been around one consider yourself lucky I'll tell you when we have time. All right. I'm just saying, uh, I don't really know their tells. I'm kind of relying on you. She comes back after a couple minutes. Uh, it does seem uh, that I'll be able to take your friend and put him in his room. If he's wounded and in a grievous condition, uh, I'll let you guys put him down and let him rest. But okay. the rest of you will have to come back later. That's fine. All right. It's fair enough. So, come on, here. Follow me. Follow me. Can I kind of come to the back of the group and try and catch Flicker's ear? Sure. And I, I pretty much want to be like, Hey, Flicker, uh, do you think that you could maybe hide on board with him? Maybe keep an eye out and fly to us if anything goes wrong down this way? Oh, you know, I didn't think of that. But hey, this whole being small thing might be cool for once. Yeah. Let's see what I can do. All right, great. She, like, flies into your tunic to cover herself uh, and hide herself before you uh, head in. So she's, like, pressed up against, uh, like, in between your wings on your back, and she's yep. hiding in between. And you, like, hear her giggle about it every couple of steps. I, I, and I'm, I'm always like, just stop. Just don't laugh. <laughs> Do not laugh. Right, oh, sorry. Beautiful. Sorry. So, you guys, uh, the... Four of you total are led by the assistant onto the ship. Ship is magnificent, by the way. The sails are beautiful. They're made of this, like, maroon silk. And there's so many different, like, wave-like patterns in them. It's a very impressive, big, beautiful ship. Tons of crew walking around, moving, preparing the ship, moving stuff from the top deck down to the bottom deck, vice versa, stuff like that. You are led downstairs into what the guest quarters are, and normally there's just a bunch of swinging hammocks, and there is a series of small little private rooms towards the back of this big room. You're given the backmost, most private room possible for Velis, and you take him in here and you put him in here. Awesome. The attendant does not come in with you. She opens the door, and you guys are able to place him in. Awesome. When we place him in, we just make him comfortable, leave him. At this point, I would probably give him back his pack. Yeah, you put the pack next to him, and as you do, he takes your hand uh, in his, and he goes, I am I am truly sorry that I put you in this position. It's all right. I mean, uh, what's, what's a little adventure between friends, you know? That's true. That's true. Uh, you have a lot more to worry about than me right now, friend. Please do be careful. Make sure you are not caught, and I will see you tonight. Listen, um, 
I'm going to leave. I don't know if you heard, but uh, our friend Flicker and yeah, I pull her off my back, whatever, whatever, whatever needs to be done there, um, whatever needs to happen. Uh, uh, she's going to stay with you. Um, if, if you f- f- hear anything of hunters on board the ship, maybe, or you get suspicious, or if you think your condition's worth it, just send her looking for us. You know, she'll, she'll find us. I will, I will do that. And, uh, also, uh, and uh, coming, I kind of come in closer because I kind of want to be out of earshot. Oh, actually, the red priest isn't with us, is he? No, no, no. no. Okay, he did um, not come with you. I, I kind of, obviously. So I, I can't remember the name of the leader on this island. What, what's his name again? Uh, Samadir Orinth is Sam- the leader of the Heartland. Okay, Samadir. Uh, I want to be like, you know, the thing is, if if we get there with you, this will be a chance to really see if Samadir is always cracked up to be. I mean. Not to be selfish about it, but hey, this is this is a really good opportunity for us both to really learn if if it, if it's everything. Sorry, I, I don't I don't want to sound terse about it, but I, I really think you'll pull through, and I this, this is a good this is a good thing. This is a good thing. You're right. Maybe we can both find our redemption or a new beginning. It this man is powerful. He is a messiah, after all. He has said that to to speak to the gods themselves. It. It will be good. It will be a good thing. You are you are right. And he like pats you on the hand as he's still holding it pretty tightly. Exactly. Now just just rest up, uh, enjoy Flicker's company, and uh, we'll uh, we'll come back with some libations for later. Da da da. Uh, it sounds wonderful. I will see you all then. Um, I would I would actually ask you, uh, yeah. Rue, or sorry, or oh, sorry, this is Ted. Oh. Bar, but, uh, is, there, is there anything else that we should I, I figured just have Flicker come back that's probably enough right yeah seems good to me we just gotta hide out now alright I'll get found by the hunters uh, I've done everything I wanted to do with with Phyllis okay Devin do you have anything to do on the ship while you're bringing him back here or any uh, thoughts no okay that's fine not, not really no totally fine cool so you guys head out onto the ship, this, or onto the top deck of the ship, walk on down the, the side plank, and head back out the into the big crowd of people that are entering onto the ships now. The sea air hits you. It is still mid-afternoon at this point. You see that the sun looks like it might start setting soon, and you guys get ready to spend an afternoon in hiding in the port city of Jacksonburg. And that is where we are going to leave it this week. So, if you're still listening at this point in the episode, I just want to start by saying thank you. Uh, thank you for listening this week. Thank you for checking out the podcast. If you like what you heard, please spread the word. We are a podcast about a game that hasn't fully released yet that no one really knows about. So, people spreading the word and telling their friends and their family about what we're doing here would be cool. And if you want to check us out, see what we're like outside of the game, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Warplords and Warplords Podcast. And if you want to try the game for yourself, there is a free free demo available on DriveThroughRPG.com. Same deal, just search for Warplords. Thank you again. Make good choices and stay safe out there, Internet. We'll see you back here next Wednesday.